Hey guys, it's Hussein. This is another video that I have made in my YouTube channel, and I thought I would bring it to this podcast because I thought I, I thought it's, it's it's actually useful. This is a video I made about denial of service attacks. So I discussed the difference. Uh, what is what is the DOS attack, and what are the types of this attacks, and and uh, I go through them in details. I think you're going to enjoy it. So check it out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Denial of service attacks are type of attacks on a server to prevent users from consuming a particular service on that server. Usually, most of the time actually, this is an HTTP web server. This could happen. These attacks could happen by either saturating the bandwidth of the pipe going to the server or just bringing the server down to its knees so it stopped taking requests altogether. So that was the goal of DNS, right? DNS, <laughs> DOS, denial of service. In this video, we will learn about three, no one, three, different type of DOS attacks and explain each one of them by example. This is coming up. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Hussein, and this channel we discuss all sorts of software engineering by example. So if you want to become a better software engineer, consider subscribing, give this video a like if you like it, and check out the other content on the channel. And with that said, let's just jump into the video, guys. So here are the three different types that we're going to discuss in this video. We're going to discuss the denial of service attack types, right? The first, uh, the first one is, is, is essentially the bandwidth base, right? So we're going to use uh, essentially bandwidth base to, uh, to essentially saturate the bandwidth so the server cannot accept any more requests. Bandwidth, the pipe is full essentially. The second type is maximum connection based of uh, dose, right? And uh, and that's that's basically by uh, reaching, allowing the server to reach its maximum number of TCP connections, so it cannot accept any more connection. And the third one, and there might be more guys, right? But these are the ones that I've I've known after uh, quite of a research. Right, so the third one is a vulnerability-based DOS. Right, so you know there's a zero-day vulnerability on the server, and you know about it. So you kind of manipulate that to to uh, to basically take control of the server, or just destroy it altogether. And finally, we're gonna do a summary. Let's just jump into the third first thing and bandwidth-based DOS. All right, so. Let's talk about the single way of doing DOS now, no, not the distributed way, just single way. And before we really discuss that, we really need to talk about this concept of bandwidth. So think think of a bandwidth, guys, is like, let's assume you have like a 50 megabit per second bandwidth, right? Usually there are two, there's always this, when you, when you subscribe, there's always two numbers, the download and the upload. And this is very critical for this video, okay? So... 
if you if you if you have like like me i have 50 50 50 megabit per second download and upload that means the router that connects me through the to the isp can send 50 megabit in a given second megabit that's that's a lot of data okay in a given second and it also can downloads right to my router right and eventually to all my devices 50 megabit per second so that's that's what you need to understand so how how that happened it could be the actual pipe my fiber optics can only support that obviously not my isp throttles me right <laughs> obviously when it goes when it goes to it's just like oh this guy hussein yeah this guy is cheap he got only 50 megabit right so that's no that's it he got only 50 so so they throttled me and they essentially will not allow me to send more so just slow me down you got an idea all right so download upload speed so that's that's the idea of basically uh, bandwidth okay now if you come to this example for example this is this is an unrealistic example but it's a it's a it's one type of attacks and it happened before so if you have a server that has a download bandwidth of 50 megabit per second okay so that text it can only not process take 50 megabit in a given second and that's it it cannot take more than that okay but you have a badass server here or machine that has an upload of 100 megabit per second so guess what so in a given second you can set 100 megabits and the server can only process 50 so you can always see there will be some sort of a clogging in the pipe of the server right so so what will happen here is you can send 100 megabit obviously okay but the server can only process 50 so what will he will only or she will only why i am using these for the servers okay so the server can only use 50 megabits per second process that and then in the second second it will basically process the second 50 and what will happen is in one second sending 100 megabit the server took two so it took the server take took double the time to process my data okay this is obviously guys assuming the server has an endpoint to upload a file or or something that takes this much data you cannot just send this much data to the server the server has a good preventative measure to prevent bad users from doing such things we cannot just send 100 meg megabits of data just like that server should accept something like that right yeah, there's obviously it's very very hard to do that but this is explaining the idea okay so if you keep doing that right if you keep doing that what will happen is the server if you can send this again and again and again right the server will will keep busy just processing you so poor joe over here trying to view his web page right trying to 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 view anything and it will be blocked because guess what this the the pipe is clogged with your data right so he's just busy so essentially if it if, if you take like for example if you send one, one gig essentially right that means you send 10 of those well you you will you will take you 10 seconds but the server will will take 20 and so on just do it over and over again the server will be 
will just say goodbye, right? So that's that's what the one one first way of doing this. Obviously, it's not realistic. So the second way of doing things is just do this in a distributor manner. Not one machine, but multiple machines. This is more realistic, yeah. A client machine which has like a decent 10 megabits per second, you know. That's like I mean, yeah, users now have 100 megabits. So yeah, and servers doesn't have much more than one gigabit per second, but Take this scenario, for example. If you have 10 megabit per second, so that means you can only send 10 megabit per second, right? So the server, if you send that, the server can go through it really quickly. It doesn't, it doesn't really affect it at all, okay? So if you're gonna say, okay, I am going to send one gigabyte of data to my server. So in order to do that, guess what? You cannot just shove one gigabyte out the door the, the ISP will not allow you. Your your server or or your bandwidth is only ten megabytes. So guess what? It's gonna break it down into hundred mega, hundred ten megabits, right? And then just start sending them one by one. So it takes you one second to send each, right? But the server can just go through them like there's no tomorrow, right? So even if you send this guy gigabit, right, the server will not be saturated. Right, so what do we do? Multiplied by 100 users, right? So 100 times 10, that's one gig, right? If 100 users, it's obviously not 100, okay? <laughs> just in case, <laughs> just telling you. I cannot draw 100 computers here. I tried, this is a lot of work, guys, okay? And uh, yeah, so one, uh, it's like 100 computers sending 10 megabit per second equals to one gig, obviously, right? So if you send these one gig, the server will take one second. You, as a group of 100, will take one second, assuming you sent this concurrently, in the same second you you agreed, and says, hey, guys, let's, let's do it right now. One, two, three, okay, and then you send this 10, uh, 10 megabits per second, right? 100 users, and then you just, the user, the, the server will be busy processing this hundred, right, or, or the, the gig of data that just received from multiple users. And poor Joe over here trying to, to watch uh, Philip DeFranco on the, bleh, the site just goes down, right? So he cannot, he cannot view it because the pipe is clogged. Even if it's one gig, it's clogged because you performed a distributed attack essentially so guys servers have very good preventative measure to to kind of prevent these kind of things from happening but uh, you know if, if, if the server sees you doing like a lot of server a lot of sending a lot of information it will essentially block you right it will just say you know what you don't you don't look like a good guy um, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna block you, right? So it does a lot of uh, preventative measure to prevent DOS, but DOS still can happen. What's the other type of this? How can not using bandwidth? Can I still bring the server down or deny service of other poor users? Yes, you can. 
So here's here's the deal, guys. So we talked about HTTP on this channel. We talked about TCP. We talked about UDP. And HTTP essentially establishing like a web page if you connect to a server and he says, hey, okay, Google.com, give me your web page. Get, right? If you do a get under the hood, this is a TCP connection. And we talked about TCP and UDP. I'm going to reference the video here. TCP versus UDP. Please go ahead and watch it. It, it. it is, it is, it is, you're gonna, you're gonna really understand what is the difference. If you've already understand, that's, that's great. But this is the idea of TCP is it is a stateful protocol. And we also talk about what is the difference between stateful and stateless. Go watch that video as well. I'm gonna reference it here. So because of a stateful, that means the server needs to keep some sort of a state in memory, in RAM, about its clients. So it keeps like information that, hey, I have once one TCP connection here, I have one TCP connection, and keeps several information about the server. So there's some CPU cycles, there's some RAM associated, there's some resources that is associated with each TCP connections. Obviously, server says, okay, with every user, I'm gonna establish TCP connection, I cannot, just keep establishing TCP connection forever because I have limited resources. Obviously, it doesn't have doesn't the server doesn't have unlimited memory, right? It doesn't have unlimited CPU. So what it does, it it sets a cap of the maximum number of connections, so it doesn't run out of memory. Okay, so that's in a nutshell. This is that's why we have a maximum connection. And it's usually, I think, in Apache's two hundred connection TCP connection, right? Obviously, you can change that if you have more memory, but there's default, right? So we have, in this example, we have six maximum connections. Three is used by those guys, right? And uh, what will happen is, says, let's say you have a bad actor. They ganged up and they say, okay, let's, let's saturate this guy, right? Let's just connect to this guy and then let's exceed the maximum number of connections. So once you do that, Poor Joe over here, again, cannot watch Robert, Roberto Blake anymore, right? So it says, yeah, you cannot watch it anymore. I cannot view my website because there is no more connection to serve, right? I cannot establish connection. Maximum connection is exceeded. That's the error you're going to get. Obviously, guys, this is also not easy to, to do because if you... If you if you try to connect and this just don't do anything like if you try to connect to a server and just ghost that server right you cannot just do that the server will have preventative measure to time out after certain time if an activity so you cannot really just connect to the server and says okay I'm gonna establish TCP connection I'm just gonna forget about it right you cannot just Establish connection and, and ghost the server. This isn't your ex-boyfriend, okay? So what will happen is if you establish a connection and then you didn't do any activity, the server will just kills your connection because it knows you're not serious, right? So that's what that does. It does like if if the if an if the connection it has a preventive measure to to prevent bad connections like. Uh, bad actors, harmful connection, things like, things that is essentially uh, is useless to the server, okay? So that's what happens here. The timeout is very critical. You connect, 
if you don't do anything and activity I'm sorry I'm gonna I think I'm gonna kill you you can always reconnect if you want to feel free but I need to serve other users so I need to keep my number of connections in use okay uh, so so people can connect right so that's that's the uh, that's in a nutshell what what you can do always there is another attack right I forgot what's name but you can connect just one machine right can establish a tcp connection and just keep it keeps it alive and what it does is it sends the request to connect and then it sends one byte at a time it sends very slowly it sends the data so it is it sends slow enough so that the server still thinks well the server knows this if it if the server tries to kill the connection it will says oh it just receives another data oh this guy's just slow i'm gonna wait right it just resets the timeout so 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 you can actually essentially write a, a script javascript or, or python to establish a tcp connection and then sends a git command after after a while sends another byte of data and then sends another byte of data and sends like a few bytes of the tcp connection right and then what do you you can just make it like nine seconds and apart based on the you first you're going to measure what's the time out of the server and then accordingly you're going to time your machine so it's like you take the maximum amount of time right before the server times up so run the script 200 times and you just saturated the server okay obviously the server will know okay this guy's really establishing 200 connections to me it's like I know I'm hot, but I'm not that hot, you know. So okay, I'm not that popular to have 200 connections. So from one, from one user. So it's gonna, it's gonna block you. There's a lot of things I, I don't even know, right? There's a lot of preventative measure in web server to prevent that stuff. Okay, that was the maximum connections based denial of service, vulnerability based. Does. And and this is this is quite simple to understand because if this guy is a hacker and he's just uh, or she's she's really good she knows the latest security uh, threats and she reads a lot and she just found that this is running an, an a Tomcat I don't know six O that is unpatched and you can easily find the server name right especially if it's a, comes back tells it the server tells you what's the version sometimes right and this the, the machine is like if it knows that there is a like a buffer overflow attack and i'm gonna make a video hopefully about buffer overflow attacks what what it can do is it's like okay i'm gonna send a malicious string right for for a given input that is legit input for a given endpoint right but instead of sending uh this fixed length string let's say hello or your name i'm gonna send it 500 characters so what it does it it will overwrite the stack and it will override the buffer essentially override the that that's memory of override the return address for the function which was supposed to be called and it will essentially wipe up the memory gets an error and then this the server will crash Right, the application will crash at least, just the, the listener will crash. And when the listeners crash, you're no longer listening to port 80. So 
poor Joe over here. I didn't I didn't do the animation for Joe this time. Okay, and poor Joe over here couldn't connect because there is nothing to connect to. The server is is not even running, right? Because someone just crashed it. Or even worse, some some user will will use buffer overflow attacks to send a malicious string that has code in it that eventually will run on the server and even worse this this guy or or this girl will take over the server altogether because this will execute remote code and then will i don't know will will take over remotely and then i don't know uh, redirect all the traffic to uh, another site and do bad bad things right so sometimes maybe server being down is is better quote unquote better than actually being taken over by another hacker which will forward all the requests to somewhere else like imagine all these beautiful tokens that gets received by the server and just yeah just sort of forward it somewhere else all right guys summary what did we discuss Denial of service. That's what we discussed. We discussed that denial of service is a is an attack that allows uh, that 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 essentially the goal of it is to prevent people from serving, right? Prevent uh, prevent servers from serving users, essentially. So deny servers for regular users, and. Uh, Attackers usually use bandwidth-based attacks, so just like saturate the server bandwidth so it doesn't uh, accept more. That's one attack. It happened to Yahoo in the 90s, okay, or early 2000, I don't remember. I was in the university back then. So max connections-based attack, saturate the number of connections so it doesn't receive more, more of the connections. But usually servers have a lot of maximum connections. You know how many connections... WhatsApp server, a single WhatsApp server takes, I think it's a 2 million. And that was like 2012 when they when I read the blog post. I, I, they probably now takes 10 million easily, right? So they they these guys minimize the memory footprint of each TCP connection. So it just like barely, barely takes few, few megabytes or less, less, much, much less than that. And they make the server obviously have high... Uh, a lot of resources and finally vulnerability based DOS which is I know I know the server running a bad unpatched version of Observer and I'm gonna use that to attack it to either just bring the server down so that it's no longer listening to port 80 or, or 443 and um, or any port really if you're running an application or service especially with microservices uh, check out the microservices video that I did here. I'm going to reference it here. and uh, Or just all together just take over the server, right? And essentially deny server. Well, in this case, it doesn't really, couldn't really deny the service. But what it will do is essentially it will just, maybe it will deny it. Maybe it will actually steal data. Maybe it does bad things, right? So it will be another type of attack, if you will. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this video. If you enjoyed it, give it a like. Give this channel a try. If, uh, check, check out the other content of this channel. And I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.